Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, the podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I'm obsessed with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I think I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with me is my co-host, Kristen Studdard. And I do not care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And guess what? I ain't sorry. Whoa. Are we nudging you a little bit, though? Are I we mean, getting you there? Uh, the amount of time that I have spent thinking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has increased... I mean, hundredfold, ten thousandfold. Yeah, because you were going from that nearly, I thought none yeah, about it. We're almost absolute zero. Uh, so this is working. Was that the idea? Was I, that the? I mean, yeah. I I guess I do care more than I did b- before. Soon enough, you're gonna be uh, a future doc- rock legend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's bring in our guest, uh, very funny comedian and author. Uh, you might know him from his many TV appearances uh, or his many books, uh, one of which is He's Just Not That Into You. Uh, Greg Barrett is here with us. Hi, guys. Hey, Greg. Hi. Thanks for, thanks for joining I us. I think you have the best job in show business. Well, how, who has a job where you go, you don't need to know anything. You just come in, you don't know anything. Yeah. I well, don't know anything. You don't know. You don't have to. I mean, I know things. Right, it's just you... I don't care about this ephemeral institution that Joe has dedicated so much time hey, we're to all learning surprised. about. We're all surprised. It's... I mean... And I, I also, I think it's a pretty arbitrary and patriarchal institution. Oh, interesting. There you uh, go. That's fair. So I'm just here repping for the people, for the, for the rest of us. Yeah, that's true. I mean, are you against awards, just even as a, as an idea? Of, no, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not against awards. Sure, I think you know awards are fine. I just don't think that the Rock Hall. I just am, and now I call it the Rock Hall. Mm-hmm. This is see changes are already yeah, yeah, There we go. I just don't think I can't it, wait till you go live from there. People are like, "Oh my god, that's a girl from the Rock Hall." It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I well, would start. It's starting a little <laughs> oh bit. I feel. Make you guys, yeah, man. Wait till you do one where you don't care about Daryl Hall. Oh boy! Right, we're gonna go Arsenio. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, there all we go. There we go. You know, Anthony Michael. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah they, like, we've got a lot to get through. Once we finish, once we finish the I rock no hall, we're moving. I was of, done after Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize too. there was, and then you, Ellie, Anthony will Michael there, was a good one. Will we ever be finished with the rock hall? Well, that will remains you to be ever seen. Be finished with the rock. I hall? think we can safely say no. <laughs> uh, that's one of the things I like about the hall is that it's a it's changing. There's something that happens every year that you know alters its DNA. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg, well, let's uh, let's kind of give some background in terms of how we know you. Uh, I know you just kind of through the comedy scene here in Los Angeles. 
uh, and you and I have talked about, I've made you talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I didn't know people wanted to talk it's about not it, right? Just me. <laughs> like I was thrilled. I was thrilled that like when we were we casually were discussing it. I think we met for lunch one day. I was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, we had lunch together," and I believe that was the day that Bon Jovi I, was inducted. Well, you, we, were, we that, were a day before the that's inductees what it was. were announced, and then you just sort of came out with this. I I'm I follow it like baseball, and I was like, "Who? Wait, what?" I mean, I know I. You know, I'm I'm the ancient person in this room, right? I'm the oldest person in here. So, you know, rock and roll was a thing that I I grew up with. So it sort of evolved and became mm-hmm. a thing. There wasn't a rock and roll hall of there wasn't an anything when I was a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it sort of became a thing. So, but I understand people's like, huh, with it a little yeah. bit, you know. But also, it's weird that like, why are we fucking giving that one the cold shoulder when every fucking there's a I'm sure there's a TV commercial hall of fame. Uh, yeah, but is anybody obsessed with the TV commercial Hall of Fame? Are people what? trying to convince their friends um, that that's cool? I, I, until I performed at an Empire Records specific show the other night where that people got there two hours late early and dressed as the characters from the movie a movie by the way that my I again that was oh, I was in a, time with yeah. that everyone hated it the day it came out. And all the days after, and then never thought of it again until <laughs> this this generation went. We gotta do a thing where we yeah, dress. It was Rex Manning Day. Rex I'm Manning sure. Day is what it was. Um, I, I get like to sing the Edwin Collins right. song. I had a lot of fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Great song too. It was a neat. Day. Look, I like I like positive. You know, I, I I like people that are positive about things. My generation, you were suspect of yourself at all times. You're, like, you're a fucking sellout. Put your take your clothes back off. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, but right. uh, yeah. So, but I kind of uh, I love that you liked it, and I mm-hmm. um, I think it's one of those things I'm mad about, and then I forget about it after it's over. I get upset about some. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I, yeah, it, I get it, my feelings hurt somehow. Somehow mm-hmm. I get involved because I played music, and that, and that hasn't. Who cares? Lots of people do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, but I also, I can see why you want to, some people should get a fucking, like the Ramones. I feel like oh, that was, that's the only thing they ever had. Yeah, it gives it an opportunity. What other opportunity do they have? Because they're not getting Grammys, you know, they're not getting. I didn't get anything. They no. didn't get anything. They uh, Yeah, they really like, and they kind of died before they were huge. You and know the what one they, they did got? get? A worldwide just merchandising for the rest of their lives. No. They didn't, and they didn't see. They didn't see it. That's the thing. Like their story is very sad, but like that thing, that T-shirt took off after well, that's most what of I them mean. were dead. Like, it's like, but it's just wild that like I think that most people in this generation, the the younger younger than me generation, that's they know the Ramones from a T-shirt. Yeah, right. Yeah. They know the, that is like a bunch of dead guys who are on a T-shirt. Yeah, uh, and they're like, this is cool, and this means punk rock. We think. That's right. Full stop. So does this CBGB shirt that I have, and I'm pretty sure the Black Flag one, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. It's all logos, and yeah. And they're great logos, and it's great yeah. art. Um, um, but it, um, but um, it, if you think about it in time, it's interesting to think somebody had no sense of themselves or was never lauded or had no idea that like they do exist in the culture, and they are Like the they painters are of yore. Yes. Yeah, not unlike... Yes. Uh, our Van Goghs. Our Van Goghs, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, well, I, I think your uh, thoughts on the hall throughout your life it reflects what a lot, of, a lot of people's relationship with it, which is that they're not thinking about it. A little news story pops up that says, here are the nominees or here are the inductees. And then you go, oh, that sucks. And then you move on. You forget about it until a year later. And you're like, oh, 
this sucks. <laughs> and then, and then it's just kind of that cycle. Uh, but you also, but I, I always feel like there's a, a few articles every year, where it's like, oh, they've announced the nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they who fucking they, cares. Oh, they fucked it up. They fucked it up. They, they fucked every it time, up. every time. And uh, I mean, Bon Jovi will be a fuck up that people will feel for a long time. Mm-hmm, people will be yeah. mad about that the way people were. I mean, not not like Jethro Tull, Metallica, Grammy, Snapfu, mm-hmm. but along those lines. Yeah. Well, especially if you, I get Bon Jovi getting in, but it's uh, maybe the only respectable way to do that is after everyone else. <laughs> they should right. be last so, on the list. That's right. It should have been Bon Jovi <sighs> then Sticks. Those are the final yeah, two right. inductees. Then they close it up and mm-hmm. it's done. Yeah. Board it up. <laughs> wave goodbye. Yeah. Ship yeah. it out to sea. Uh, but like, but it, it isn't a real thing. So when you when you look at all. The bands that are not in and Bon Jovi is in, you're, you're like, ooh, Pat Benatar, yeah, among many others, and Bon Jovi. Did you say not not in? She's, She's not, not in. in, which is ridiculous. It, thank mm-hmm. you. You forget yeah. about. I mean, you know, there were like four women that were allowed to rock yeah. in the seventies, and Pat was one of them. I mean, yeah. it really rock. It was Joan Jett is in. Joan yes. Jett is in. Okay. Yeah. So we're has, getting there. And Pat- by the way, her her. And then, yeah, no, she was, yeah, her, yeah, her, and her performance at the Rocky, like it some of the performances great. are amazing, and the Nirvana one where she where she sang with Nirvana was mm-hmm. great, like yeah. Now, did has Pat Benatar been nominated? This is like this no. is my own personal criticism. No, That's good. I'm, I'm I'm down with it. I'm I hear it. She's what is it? What is nominated? it that you like about it? Her so much. Well, I like that she got to rock in a time when women like it's just important to me that she gets in. Because uh-huh. like because she was a woman and because she rocked and she certainly mm-hmm. has and had as had... much to say as Bon Jovi and and I think yeah. and probably said it better. And she had and she was like influential and uh, successful. Yes. And so she mattered. And if we're gonna say that this matters, which I guess we are. The eye, the eye roll for the listeners. The eye I roll. I think it was clear in the yeah, voices. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You could almost hear it. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. With someone like Pat Benatar. Uh, it's like the influence alone of like h- how many young women who became musicians saw Pat Benatar and were and went, oh, I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. I didn't know I was allowed to do this. Well, and like also then you look at the because like Heart is in, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Heart is in, and you know uh, Joan Jett is in and stuff. Like Pat Benatar should be in the god, especially. And we've talked about this before, but like. I think the idea of it being saying rock and roll is also one of the things that I find like problematic about it because music has changed so much. And I think like the term has lost its meaning. Uh, If you want to give my, well, you want to give, I have a weird theory. Joe believes that all, that all of the kind of soul related and um, offshoots from the R&B side of it uh, fall under the role part of rock and roll. I don't think I'm wrong. (laughs) I know. It seems laughable to you, Kristen. It do. But I, I think do. if you trace back to the original uh, coining of that term by, like, Alan Freed, you know, on as radio all, stations. As we all As we do. all do. As we all think we of all our man, Alan. We all go back Alan. Yeah. we think about. Gosh. <laughs> was like Everybody. Yeah. Uh, the, that term was used for artists like Ray Charles and, and Little Richard. Uh, yep, and I think that role part is an important part of it. I, yep, I, I, I mean sometimes you like you can you can dissect that stuff. Like, look, the 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 idea of all these things is like, hey, we should celebrate these people. We should make a place where people can 
there's going to come a time where there just won't be enough for the, everyone to remember everything. And eventually it'll be like a real museum where you go, holy fuck, I never saw these paintings. I didn't know this was a song because it will mm -hmm. have been a thing. Rock and roll is not that old. So people are like, well, they're still fucking, I can touch them. They're right there. But as time goes on uh, and it continues to evolve and rock and roll is a general heading under which all counterculture was lumped. There was no, like there was, there was fucking rock and roll was a thing you wouldn't give an award because the whole fucking idea of it is we don't want your awards. We don't want your fucking, you know, we don't want your, it, it, we don't want even your acceptance. said that in mm -hmm. their, they didn't, they, they wouldn't allow themselves yeah. to be, yeah. They sent yeah. a letter uh, saying, we don't want to be a part of your piss stain. And then they inducted them anyway. Yeah, they got inducted by <laughs> proxy. That's right. But the other thing is, if you really didn't want it, you wouldn't have sent a letter. Also, can I they say... They could have just ignored it. Ignore they could have just ignored it and but, never said a thing. But there's a little bit about the sex was like, oh, no, I want to actively not have yeah. an award. Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Which is almost the, like, it's the bigger news. It's like, okay, well, that's the kind of a, that's kind of the way to look. Also, can I say, Greg, that was one of the most compelling arguments I've heard for the existence of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Was what? Uh, you, what you just said about how, like, the idea that it, that someday we'll want to like kind of look back and commemorate this thing that right now it seems so new and that's why it kind of seems silly to have it, but right. maybe someday. Well, I think if you look at like, I mean, the curate, like, you know, how much we love curation and how much we love the ability just to be able to research stuff on YouTube and to be able to go back and find things like, did I remember that right? Or was mm -hmm. I able to see that? And um, so, um, and who doesn't fucking love a museum? A well-curated museum. Well, but also, there's always problems with curation. There's always people oh, that oh. have agendas. Mm -hmm. There's always people that own collections. There's always stuff that's owned and kept other places. Um, um, also, rock and roll is is really mostly fun to see. And going and looking at old pants is like, ah, look at those old pants. And also, there's something, too, about like when like watching people perform their hits later in life. It's just, it can be a little... It can either be exhilarating or sad. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I think you do it because of the former. Because it can be. Because Joan Jett's induction was great. It was really, really good. She per, she performed. Uh, she's like still kind of at, I wouldn't say at the top of her game, but she's she's solid. And she also she performed with Miley Cyrus. And she performed with Dave Grohl. And she performed with, uh, which I thought was cool, on Crimson and Clover, she performed with Tommy James. The guy from the '60s who wrote and popularized that song. She also had a lot. She was a big like. She had, there were she had a lot of songs on the radio, but she had songs on the radio. Like she mm -hmm. was a big deal. Yeah. Um, but you hear nothing of the Go Go's, and there were they were a They're big also fucking are deal. They, they've not they they've been, been nominated they've not been or nominated. anything. Yeah, they've, they've not been inducted. Yeah, I think what's holding. Ooh, I'm and gonna step back and the, from the, and the microphone. And the B52s right. were fairly the unspoken. First kind of gay rock and roll band. Like, Wait, did they? Quietly. Are they in? No. Have they been no, nominated? No. Oh, I know. Yeah. Baby, I'm getting <laughs> see, This is yeah. Whoa, yeah. This is that. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. It's yes. such bullshit. Yes. Also, oh. Yep. And like, no, 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 no. I'm very mad about mm -hmm. this because, and that was the thing that I've talked about before. But it really pisses me off because it is. Because the people who are voting are the people who have been nominated, you get the hegemony of people, you know, mm -hmm. nominating and inducting bands that are like themselves. And, yes. you know, totally. this is why we are, I hope, going to run out of these fucking dad rock bands someday. I think we are but soon. Like, I think we are soon. Well, I mean, what qualifies as a dad rock band? 
Um, you know, I know 70s when I white. <laughs> I think it it's like primarily yeah. 70s. 70s white. White and played on and classic rock radio. Exactly. It's mostly classic rock yeah. radio bands. Mm-hmm. So like this year, uh, the Moody Blues, Dire Straits, and the Cars, like all even though the Cars has the most credibility, it might be the band that we like the most and is most deserving. If that was a man, like if those three bands comprised a human being, that would be the dullest person you'd ever met. Yeah, <laughs> Moody Blues. That would be Dire that guy. Straits. That guy would be like a guy you'd be like, "Hang on, dude, I'll be right back." Are you? Yeah, I got it. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I just I'm gonna run to the bathroom yeah. real quick. I'm not nervous yeah. about you. I'm just afraid you'll disappear if nobody else is here. Yeah, like if I dust. leave, you yeah, you need another human to stay alive because fuck your dull. She spritz you with water to keep you <laughs> keep you going. I yeah. was actually looking at, because last week I discovered that I what I know of the moody blues is just that i know in your wildest dreams sure, <laughs> because that that video was on mtv when i was growing up and that's why i know it that is what i think of as the moody blues mm-hmm. and so i was like oh, i guess there must have been more um and they sounded a lot like they've got like a very kinksy vibe they're just kind of like that like brit rock mm-hmm. yeah very, very 60s, british very british a lot of their songs start with someone going like Breathe deep, the gathering gloom. Mm-hmm. Like so, like an old, like a, well, he wasn't old at the time, but you know, just like what sounds like an old British man being like, the dawn approaches. We, it, you know, it's mm-hmm. all, it's all this like very right. kind of progressive like audiobook. We, yeah, al- <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, but also we're super high. Yeah, yeah. we, we are very, like, very high. Super, White English guys that are high. What about the Moody Blue? So, Nights in White Satin, mm-hmm. and then do you in wa- your wildest dreams. Do you want to hear? Some moody blues. I could I, I mean, could pull I up some up. I to a little yeah. bit, but I'm just asking, like, what is there? What is worthy of, like, why? Why the moody blues? I, you know what? This is the conversation he and I had the other day. I said, every, I asked every question, and I'm, I remember them. I mean, I remember I was around, and I, I was like, I don't remember. They were never a topic of discussion. I mean, like, Nobody was compelled by them. Nobody knew who any of the members who were. Who inducted them? Ann Wilson from Heart. And she was like, the she, Moody Blues mm-hmm. personally inspired heart? Yeah. She was like, when we were kind of coming up, uh, it was the type of, you know, we'll have to watch the ceremony when it's broadcast. But I believe the gist <laughs> of it, I mean, I was not there. Uh, and in, And as we know, there was no stream that I could follow along, uh, which was a, a bit of a problem for but us. But that also shows you how fucked up they are. They have this weird thing that they hide and then they play it later and it's like fucking Coachella's just in your lap. Yeah. My kids are like, what do we, what do you, like my kids are there asking me what I'm watching. They're at Coachella and I'm watching it and going, oh, it's great. Like, oh, you should get, cl-. like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Also, I would, the Beyonce's Coachella performance is continuing to change my life. It, it was revelatory you were there. and incredible. No, I watched it though. I watched it at yeah. 1 a.m. out here. Yeah. It was like, I thought, how good could this be? Uh, everyone's tweeting about it. We'll see. And then I tuned in and I was like, oh my God. She I'm... threw herself a Super Bowl and then she awarded herself in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and then that was the <laughs> evening. She, and then she's she was like, done. Oh, okay. I mean, great. Moody Blues. How'd they, how'd they get here? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, well, here's, here's, the, here's the deal is that the Moody Blues we were a longtime snub considered to be a, a longtime snub but why was it, is it because they were everyone was like yeah I, I, why is it assumed that they would get in a long career of like consistently solid work 
if not if not if not classic you know well i think i think these are i think these are qualifications that you can uh make sense of they're also they're one of the Is first it like bands all their friends are in i feel like you're talking about a guy in human resource so i just like i know i know him i know we met i'm not that great with names yeah. and he's been here 14 he, fucking years i had no idea which is he got the brown? Is he? <laughs> what like, is he? Is he a mustache? No, 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 no facial hair. He's very plain. That, yeah, he did, like the Moody Blues are maybe one of the first, if not the first, like rock band to incorporate orchestral arrangements. So that's sort of the beginnings of prog rock, maybe. Okay. Yeah, they're very, very early. Oh, I mean, thank God, prog rock. Oof. Mm-hmm. Uh, just thank God for them to really just without them there's set no yes. the stage. I don't think I should play their music. No, you anymore. should. No, you uh, got to play it. No, you got to. Look, yeah, there's might what, be people I out here. Hear a little. Look, there's gonna be people out there that are gonna hear this and love it. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so you have to wake them. It's time for their dinner. Right. So you you know <laughs> Nights in White Satin, Kristen, yes. and you know your wildest dreams. Yes. Uh, let's maybe throw on something else from. Uh, We'll throw on Tuesday afternoon, which is from what is considered to be their seminal album, right. Days of Future Past. That's what I was going to ask. Their iconic album. Okay. So it's like, yeah, like kind of orchestral. Yeah, this sounds... Uh, almost like virtuoso musicians kind of thing. Uh, but also very mellow. Very mellow. We're stoned. Yeah, this is we're stoned definitely. In the 60s. They're stoned. Someone has a lute. They're like mm-hmm. in a field somewhere. There this is like El- early Elvish, Ren Fair music. Elvish people. Uh, it's spooky. Dancing. It's a little spooky. Yeah. It's pretty. I remember and this I song. Know this I like song. this song. Yeah, I like uh, this sure. song. And I do know this song. Yeah. I think that's also part of it is that they have had. Uh, I'm going to throw on a song called Legend of a Mind. Legend of a mime? N- mind. Okay. And this but song, Legends of a Mime is the Legend so, of a Mime yeah, is I would the maybe act prefer. that performs this at <laughs> the Pleasure Fair. So this is a song about Timothy Leary, the acid Yeah, this is kind of like a psychedelic... Mm-hmm. Like, it feels very like um, a mid-era kinks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? This really feels... Very, when I was listening to some of their other stuff that was just like guitars and stuff and it was very Right. Kinksy. Well, let's let's put on Ride My Seesaw, which is a, a more upbeat than those last two. And this is what they closed out the ceremony with. Uh, Here's what I think. Please. I, this sounds good, but it, it does not sound exceptional to me. Sure, yeah. You know? It doesn't. And that's why... Yeah. Like, you think it... Like, I'm like... Oh right! I kept thinking that was like uh, um, uh, off a of goat's head soup or um, uh, Her Majesty's uh, uh, Satanic, Satanic Request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Rolling they, Stones album. Yeah, yeah, like they, they, the, um, the vocals never stood out to me as mm-hmm. something, you know. And I, like if you said, "Oh, this is Kansas," I would have gone, "Oh, is that Kansas?" <laughs> Whoa, okay. Like I, I, it, um, um, and I again, I lived through this whole time period. Right. But I, this was the kind of stuff where I was like. I can't. This feels like there's just robes, things. There's loose. Right. There's too many loose garments. Which and is people are drinking wine, drinking a jug. <laughs> yeah. All of it's bad. It All is. of it's bad. There's lutes. Yep. For yeah. sure. And you didn't even get the good there's pot. Pan flutes. <laughs> and I think that's why they weren't <laughs> inducted when the Kinks were inducted. Well, you know, because... and I think that's why they're inducted 28 years after they're eligible. Is it's an acknowledgement of okay, sure, there may be a third tier band of this era. But, you know, there's acknowledgement of some longevity, some consistency. I mean, all these songs we heard, I could play about 10 or 12 more that you might recognize. Sure. I guess which I, has its value. Yeah, but I don't know. If we're saying that the 
This is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Aren't we saying like that there should be every like once a in a tier? while, uh, every once in a while, a guard or a defensive end has to be in the in the <laughs> Hall of Fame too. And I agree with this you. This just feels like they're. It's like well, all their friends were in, mm-hmm. so we got to invite the Moody Blues. They've been waiting. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they think, were yeah. there. We remember <laughs> look them. Look how sad they look on the like, sidelines. Well, it's also a thing too. Like we, I, you know, they were they weren't they weren't America. They weren't from America, so they no. could have had a whole different impact in Europe. That's and they could have been, they could have had a, a, like a, they, to other people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. They were disruptive. I don't think they were, right. but but I mean, <laughs> I do feel game. like in my mind, it's always to me, it's like it's either the band was just notable as human beings as well. They they somehow moved the ball forward it, by either being genre breaking or being just radio fucking superstars or they were so anti everything mm-hmm. that they and they were dangerous like i think those are sort of the elements and like this band is none of those Mm-mm. it is just like a pillow that you go that is a nice pillow but i'm not gonna take it with me it's a pillow yeah. and like nights in white satin is like it's a good song it's iconic that yes, that's, that's a, sure. they, that's a they never reached song. the end and that is sad <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know. I don't know. To me, yeah. this was a. And who are the people that didn't get in? That oh, that were nominated. That this were nominated. Year? This so year? you could you could probably come up with uh, two class at least two classes great classes from the bands that were nominated but did get inducted this year. That's like LL Cool J, uh, Rage Against the Machine, Radiohead, Kate Bush, The Eurythmics, uh, Depeche Mode, the Judas Priest, oh. uh, all of those. Those all, all those are yeah. the zombies. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, wow. All those are are would be great, and even an addition of one of those into this year, I think, really would have bumped it up into being a more exciting class. I would love to see Kate Bush perform. I've like, twice ooh. walked into a wall, and the one time was when I was in the hallway at Conan, and and LL Cool J winked and smiled at me. And I walked <laughs> into the I walked into the bathroom wall, like I was going into the bathroom, and I hit the, I missed it because I yeah. was like. I was like, oh my God, that guy can make inanimate things. Fuck him. He's so handsome <laughs> and charming. And he it, just went, hey. And I went, fuck, bam. Help. He's yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. He does got it. Yeah, LL Cool J is cool. And he, he is overdue. Uh, he's been nominated a bunch and he, he can't seem to. And I mean, he is such a pioneer. He yes. was like so important Absolutely. to rap music. And he was also, a, he was, you know, very, like from for a rap, he was sec- very sexy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that guy hadn't really sort of hit the, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so there's he, there's like a that. kind of and that whole first thing was about fucking your appeal. girlfriend. Yeah, ladies yeah. love cool James. I've, That's right. I've heard this uh, somewhere. Word. Uh, I'm the type of guy. <laughs> so I think, yeah, it's it's Ooh, just it's tough yeah. to think about uh, what could have been for this year, but yeah. it, it gives us hope for the future. I think, unless they just I mean, keep... But there's not, like, when you, get, you go... class and you have nobody inducting Dire Straits. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. Right. Right. Nobody even wants to... Exactly. What about openly gay Rob Halford and Judas Priest, one of the... Maybe the first real fucking metal band. Yeah. Like... But the Moody Blues haven't had... They're rope... They've, look, they all bought kimonos. Yeah, I mean, like, it, now, see... Oh, I know. I hate that I care. I hate right? that it bothers me. Well, but like, it, it's we, very stupid. Well, so in your head you go, there's a logic there. So there's, it's, I think what you were talking about earlier, you mentioned at the top, um, and I'm, you know, it's like, this is a favor of a favor of a friend of a guy. I think until Jan Wenner dies, mm-hmm. they're all his, pa- like, 
And how many times did Robbie Robertson make the cover of fucking Rolling Stone? Robbie Robertson was in the band. Mm-hmm. He was in it. He wasn't the band, and he made some okay records. But he was oh, it's like every time yeah, he did something, yeah. you're like, this is just mm-hmm. his pal. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I would put my pals in things, I suppose. But there is a point where you go, is this a real thing or not a real thing? Is this a is this a Rolling Stone? Is this a we did a cover with these guys once Rolling Stone thing? Which it's not. Rolling Stone doesn't own it. They no, they're it. so. It's obviously the connection is very strong. They're between, in bed together for sure. No doubt. Uh, Jan Wenner is a co-founder, right, of the Hall. Uh, he is not on the nominating committee anymore. And he tried to keep Kiss out. For he, a yeah, long his time. quote was "Kiss gets in over my dead body," allegedly. So Jan Wenner was uh, with other people. But, and Kiss is in. Kiss is in. Kiss got in four years ago. Kiss is in, and Pat Benatar is not in the fucking B fifty twos. Oh boy! Have yeah. You, have you spent I any time with Gene Simmons? You'd really probably do something about. They probably you probably get you probably go torches. Yeah, they're the worst. Pe- like that. <laughs> as people. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. 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 Like you know what? The Van Halen brothers didn't come to your thing. Good. They're fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. They were great when I was kids, and I was I was I fucking worshipped them. But they're not nice guys. Like sometimes I go, he's not a nice guy. Right. Pat Benatar still married to the same her husband, the guitar player. Yeah. They're still married. That should get a fucking its own award. Yeah. That right? whole, how about that, that longevity category. rock marriage longevity yeah. hall yeah. of fame? Yeah. 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 Their first their first ballot. You know, Geraldo. Yeah. Uh, Fye. Yeah. We we say Fye when we talk about our first year eligible. And oh, then, first year uh, oh, Fye. Fyn. Yeah. If they got in the first year, they were nominated. nominated. Oh, Fyn. Right. Yeah. Wow. And Radiohead this year should have been an Fye. It's outrageous. It's, it's the, I think, up there, if not the most embarrassing thing that the hall has been a part of. I mean. I do. I know. I mean, I like the, what other embarrassing things has the hall? I mean, we've been talking about them for the past 15 minutes, you know. <laughs> Didn't Nirvana make it straight in? Yeah, they were, yeah. they were in FYE. Yeah. yeah. Nirvana got in immediately. Uh, yeah. But radio, Radiohead just seemed, I, we've kind of we, talked we about. We covered it a bit in the first episode, the idea that um, there might have been some shenanigans because they said they would not perform at the induction ceremony. So well, I think that's probably They fair. probably ha- maybe Maybe they got the votes, year. but they're deferring. Deferred induction. Deferred induction. <laughs> Which wow. is not on the books as, a, as an actual thing. It's not an official thing, but you I know. I have my theories. I have my theories. <laughs> oh, my God. About the boys in Radiohead. Yeah, I'm on a rock and roll Hall of Fame conspiracy theory podcast. What, do you think, what is your What is your theory? My theory is that Radiohead got the votes to be inducted, but because they already had a concert in South America, they said we're not going. They said it publicly. So then the Hall said, "All right, well, if you're not going to go, we we can't afford to not have a Radiohead performance at the induction ceremony. So let's." Strike let's some sort of deal. This year, let's just call let's this call year a wash. wash. We won't. Let's have nobody so induct Dyer. Would Dyer's go. They're saying they would go if they were nominated. Which this is, is a, a bad theory. year for them. This well, is, this is it's Joe's unclear. So this, that he made up. It's unclear if they, but they they were like, well, we have a show, so like we're definitely not going. And then the rest of them were kind of like, you know, staring at their shoes, going, well, I don't know if we'd go anyway. We don't really get it. There's a bit of a disconnect between. Uh, it's more. I mean, the hall is a very American thing. The, the, the bands were so bad, they ruined the induction of the cars. That's how bad the bands were. Yeah, the right, cars yes, because the, the, car, the cars deserve. were on the right thing. The cars were a, a phenomenal band mm-hmm. that had a lot of hits and were very interesting, yeah. very different and smart. And Rico Casey has done, like, 
but I keep forgetting they were in because I right. still can't get over who um who inducted the cars. Brandon Flowers. Oh, that's right. from the oh, Killers. Oh, cool. Yeah, that he's that's a new person to induct. Yeah. Yes, right? and you get to see a lot of the guys. Like, yeah. and Eddie Vedder. Okay, and then Eddie yeah. Vedder is just waiting to induct right. somebody. Yeah. Uh, and he's I guess in the inductors Hall of Fame. <laughs> is he? <laughs> I love that. The, yeah. Uh, who else is in there? Morello and uh, yeah, Morello, Bono. Bono uh, yeah. Who else did we say? I, those are the ones I remember, and that's a lot for me. Sure. Uh, no, th- there was there was one. Uh, I mean, Dave Grohl. I put in there. Dave Grohl is always showing up. John Mayer is showing up a lot. Oh my gosh! Uh, they're all good Mayer. speakers. All those people like those. All those people yeah. can speak. You know, they're all. They can all bullshit. Yeah, yeah exactly. They know. They. I mean, that's in in rock. That is sometimes hard to find somebody who knows how to speak. Oh, Vetter. Eddie Vetter's the also that in the, was the first one we said. Oh, excuse me. Didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who said okay. Morello? No, after that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Roll it back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is a disaster. Uh, but even Vetter, who is a good speaker, when he inducted the Ramones, I think he spoke for 30 minutes. What? Oh, yeah. He, like, oh, spoke he, oh, for yeah. a long oh, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, I kept thinking, wow, I didn't know these were so long. Does he have... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Wait, so do you watch... Let me ask you then, Greg. Do you watch the... how? So I'll go back and watch them. Well, like... Yes, if it's the Ramones, I'll I'll go I'll cherry pick. Right. So the the, the hall actually has a very good YouTube page where they archive archive a lot of the performances and the induction speeches and the acceptance speeches. They have a a good archive of that kind of stuff from the past. My next door neighbor was Clem um, Burke, who is the drummer for Blondie. So mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, you know their whole like fighting on stage, and they didn't want to. They wouldn't didn't want to acknowledge that. Wait, guys what in the is band. this? So when Blondie, they've had the most. Un, they had the singular most uncomfortable, uncomfortable, unhappy. Everyone's back together to get an award thing. The, More so than we've talked about some beef. Where's mm-hmm. the beef? Where's the beef? Oh my gosh, it's, occurring, this is, it's happening. A recurring right segment. now. It's a recurring segment Where's that accidentally happens on every episode. So Blondie uh, has original members that are no longer in the band. Yep. Uh, and their for their performance, Blondie was going to play, but with their current lineup at that time. So the, the, the lineup is Debbie, her husband, and Clem, a drummer, who's uh, been... Uh, and they've all been there. And then there was Nigel. Uh, it was Nigel and another. There were two. There was a bass player and a, a keyboard player. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of Frankie Infante or something. And they used to all. They, right. they would write songs together. I mean, when you hear them talk about the records and stuff. But, um, but they gave those dudes the axe, and I don't think they got any of the. No, they pretty acrimoniously, uh, you know, excised. And and during the acceptance speeches, the guys not in the band anymore were kind of like, "Hey, what do you say?" I mean, we're all here, Debbie. What do we all play together? And Debbie was like, nah. No. Did they have other people playing those instruments? Yeah. Well, like the touring, like, the, the current like the touring, touring band, band yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did, brought their touring band. And those guys said, well, why don't we just all play together? And did the went, touring, no. now let me ask you this. Did the touring band also get statues? No, no. I'm pretty sure no. Yeah. Because okay. it would be like very recent additions. I'm just relatively. saying, induct them all, baby. That's, induct them all. You're, I'm you're here for I, everybody gets you know inducted. What? I kind of feel the same way. Like they, like Cheap Trick left out John Brandt, and John Brandt played on two records that weren't Tom Patterson records and they were good. He wasn't there. They didn't even mention him. Like I sort of feel like I mean, maybe they had a bad deal, but I'm like, Man, they put the time in. They were in the lineup. You play in the mm-hmm. band. You play on a record. You're in, baby. Fucking you can induct up. four drummers. Induct four drummers. Do it. It doesn't matter. It's an ephemeral thing. I love that. I would say the the classiest uh, acceptance speech was Dave Grohl's 
um, that thing that I do, boom, 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 boom. That I didn't invent that. And there were three guys that played before me, and then he mentioned everybody. It was the first thing he said. Yeah, right? he, he gave props to he gave the props other to guys drummers in Nirvana. Chat, yeah, and Did he was like in bloom. He was like the in bloom get... drum fill. Yeah, that was it. That he was, was like the juju juju. Yeah, uh, he was like that's I, all chat. The Phil Collins ones. Yeah, the I moment. start. I started <laughs> I doing like, the air tonight yeah. instead of. Uh, yeah, it's, he did it with uh, his mouth, and you go, like, "That's exactly boom, it." Boom, and I was chuck, like, chuck, 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 boom, but um, dumb. He was like, "That's all Chad Channing." He came up with that. Yeah, uh, he that. Did he also get inducted? No, no. It was just Dave got inducted. Just Dave got inducted. Come on, man. Give him, him a freaking Don't we all want to see him? Don't we all want to see him? We don't want to see him. You want to make he that doesn't... show good? Bring everybody from the old album covers up there. Let's see what those motherfuckers yeah. look like. Yeah, bring up the <laughs> baby. Get all the old Def Leppards around when they're there. Are they still alive? Bring them up there. Bring both singers up for the band if they had a... How bring they, up if everyone they put Iron Maiden in, do you been? think they don't put in the first two records and don't put him in? I think they start with uh, with Bruce. Fuck Bruce. I, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Wow, I didn't know I was going that way. Yeah, I apologize. Really harsh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know though. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure. It's so hard to tell because they're the hall's very inconsistent and it's infuriating. Yeah, you know, early dudes from those early Red Hot Chili Peppers albums. You know, before John Frusciani, before Chad Smith. No, Chad was first. So John. No, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Hillel. Yeah, so Hillel was first, yes, and exactly. he died. So. And then, yeah, and then it was Blackbird McKnight and. Um, did he get a posthumous induction? Halal did get a posthumous yes, induction. Yes, but he okay, because it didn't cost them anything. Because then he's not going to be in the voting pool, well, and they're they like, all, who in cares? In terms of the drummers, they inducted. So you think uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer? You think Will Ferrell? You, you know, you think Chad Smith? The guy who looks like Will Ferrell. Uh, <laughs> I was like, do I think? I was looking Will at Ferrell? you in the eyes, and you were like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I right? do um, not think Will you know, Ferrell. You know, I know exactly what you're talking about. about. Okay. Yeah, well. the, the current and longtime drummer for the Chili Peppers looks exactly Chad Smith. He looks exactly like Will Ferrell. Um, yeah, please look it up. I'm doing. So. Um, but they also inducted. Oh, They've done drum offs together oh, where they're yeah, both yeah, sitting yeah. next to each other, yeah, each other. Yeah. Uh, Jack Irons and Cliff Martinez, who were both on one or two albums, kind of pre-breakout. Yeah, right. They were on. Yeah, they were on the Hillel. Jack Irons was yeah. on the Hillel records, and mm-hmm. then he went up and yeah, and he became the Pearl Jam. So guy. they were included, uh, but Jack Irons was not inducted with Pearl Jam. What? Yeah, and you would think in Jack Irons, his contribution to Pearl Jam is more visible and probably Matt, Matt Cameron comes along later when the records are really dull. I know, and he's the he and Dave Krusen from Ten, the original drummer, were the only drummers to get in with the. Biggest snub being Dave Eberziz. So Dave Eberziz did not get in. He right. did not. Which, and he was on Versus and Vitology. Which is, again, to skip drummers, I also think is weird. It just fucking you know induct what I think it is? everyone. It, does it who, cost it does, you anything? It's, it is an ephemeral organization. Just do it. Here's what I, I love think what it is. You pick the, pa- you pick the band. I love just, what you're saying. Just do it. I think it was better. I think it was better saying oh. I don't. Th- I think it's kind of on Hold the. On. Where's on the, the beef? It's on the books. Oh, somewhat that Better did not like Dave. You don't have to watch Pearl Jam twenty to go. Those guys before Eddie Better in their lives. Those guys after Eddie Better in their lives. At one point, each one of them goes. Yeah. So then I, I guess it kind of became Eddie's band. Yeah. He's just going to pick out the list of songs, and then we're not going to because we have hits and. uh I don't know. I thought maybe with a solo or no, like it really is. Right. It's, uh, you know, uh, but then also without Eddie, there were. But is there a Pearl Jam without Eddie? Not even no. no, no. There's a. a I don't know. Love maybe bomb. they'll get themselves an Arnell. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be very funny if if Pearl Jam had a <laughs> like, Filipino <laughs> singer who sounded exactly like Eddie Vedder, but slightly <laughs> slightly off. Please, all bands get those. All bands, <laughs> all, get mean, all bands deserve a lot of If you're if you're the leader of your band, if the lead singer of your band starts acting a fool, acting up. They're not respecting the band anymore. You know what? You kick them out. You go. Head to the Philippines. You head to the Philippines. They, you hold not, auditions. That's right. Do not you, make me YouTube David Lee Roth <laughs> Philippines because I will, Dave. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> just do that. I love all the things you're saying. Arnell yeah. should And be, have that guy also show up at the awards. Yes. Did right. Arnell go up with Journey? Arnell did, was not inducted with them, but he performed with them. With Steve Perry there. Not performing. Not, Not performing, performing, but accepting no. an award. Arnell, no award. But you know what? He doesn't deserve an award because he was not on an album. He hasn't done an album with Journey. He deserves an That's award why... from coming from the internet. Yeah, it's a from special the category. Yeah. There special is a special category. category. Yeah, I mean, look, he's a, the thing that's interesting is these things we're talking about, he's a story. He's a big story. He's yes. a story that people talk about. He's one that people tell, just like when that kid got to be the singer for... The, that really happened to the kid from Judas Priest. Right, yes. Robert Halford left, like... That's what propels the whole fucking thing forward. Nobody, there's nothing to say about the Moody Blues. If they did some murdering, look in the Pretenders. <laughs> the Pretenders had the good. The, the Pretenders were 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 four people that were in a weird love kind of triangle, the quadrangle, and then they went home, and two people promptly died, and they fucking made they're like an epic. Yeah. And then she the was epically in? forever yes. sad. Oh, they're God. FYE. Thank God. I'm like, they're FYE. They're FYE. They mm-hmm. fucking Absolutely should be. be. Yeah. She's not discussed oh. enough. She never, she is, she's not oh discussed enough. Oh my gosh. Enough. I think she's about incredible. her all the time. I think about her. I think about her every time my bangs start to get a little too long. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. She's. I, oh, yeah. Oh, I love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love the pretenders amazing. and I love me some crazy hind. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's. And she was she was the real deal, man. She's she was a, a punk. Oh, man. my mm-hmm. God. She fucking rules. Yeah. I'm glad they're in. That gives me a little bit of. Sometimes they get it right. You but know? There's no Chrissy. There's no Chrissy Hind without Pat Benatar. I'm just saying. They, yeah. Come on, Pat. Mm-hmm. This is this is my crusade now. I'm I, just like <laughs> that's Pat. So... Pat is showing up in the next few years. Pat is. I. That's my prediction. Pat. But gets it, it's weird soon. sometimes. Like you don't want ever to show up when the Moody Blues do. Like you want because my kids, like people, they mm-hmm. believe lose the so the span is gone, and then you're just doing this thing for this person. People go. I don't know what that is, and maybe they could go look it up. You kind of want it to be that thing where her fans show up or people. Where people get to kind of maybe even yeah. give her a little reinvention or give her a little bit of like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, oh. you, you do. Uh, but I think. Do, can I ask, please. do we think that the Moody Blues should have been inducted? Because here's, I'm going to say I don't. Uh, I'm going to say I'm fine with the induction, but not now. What? I want them to. Uh, I, what do you mean, though? Like it doesn't. I to me, it's like they waited how long? Twenty eight years? years. So they from... waited twenty eight years. You think if they waited forty, then it'd be okay? Yes, like, thank you. <laughs> what? No, I, I guess what no. more, more so. What I mean Either is like you think they deserve to be in it or you don't. I guess I'd want per, like give me the per, like show me the thing that I don't know that they did that was so significant that I was like, man, okay, so I didn't know that they. You know, mm-hmm. they they protest like they were the first band to protest South Africa, or they, <laughs> or yeah, that that guy yeah. that the guy had all these bodies in his basement. Mm-hmm. Like he did something that made I mean, us all have go, you "Holy seen shit!" The video for "In Your Wildest Dreams." Uh, <laughs> well, this is why I think the induction ceremonies can be very powerful because when they start inducting an artist, 
they show a clip package that's that those are very well produced and they get you hyped on the band they're, if you're if you're there no no no. It, i mean they're gonna broadcast it on hbo in a few weeks uh and you'll get to see it on that show on hbo <laughs> uh that's i mean they really what the hbo broadcast is versus the live broadcast is you know they're they're trimming the fat and they're making it you know, as opposed to four and a half or five hours, it's two and a half hours or something. It's a little more digestible. So you're saying, I, you're saying, if I watched the package video which for you the will. Moody Blues, which, which you I will, will because I, this it's, is part of my life. This is now. your life now. Uh, <laughs> if yeah. I watched that, it would sell me on so their a, inclusion. It's a one-two punch. So that, oh. so that video, I think, will get you like, okay. Those are their songs. This is what they were trying to do. I kind of get an idea of their career. And then Ann Wilson from Heart comes out and is like, this band means a lot to me. And I'm going to tell you why. And I do love Ann Wilson. And I'm going to give a personal, I'm going to let you know my connection to this band and my emotional and personal connection to it. And that's really the one-two punch that's supposed to get you on board for like, okay, let's, let's have it. Moody Blues, get up there, get do up your there, thing. Do nights in white set. Do your thing, but the, that's you, why they only get to play one song because it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I think those induction and, and they're older. Yeah, they're those those boys are, are near an eighty. Uh, really? I mean, I, I, Black Sabbath not in 70s. it. Yeah, or are they? Oh my God, Black Sabbath was in a long time ago. They were in. Yeah, oh, Sabbath yeah. was in. No, Ozzy's not in. Ozzy Solo was not in. No, that's stupid. That that I get the priority of you know bring. Bring in the Moody Blues. Yeah, sure. Bon Jovi. Oh my God! I <laughs> well, mean, I can't. Curious. No, you know what? I still I'm you. I'm. I was on the journey with you for a mm-hmm. second, and I'm off. Oh my God! I could just sit there and scroll on the yep. phone and go. Well, while the Moody Blues play, well, there's some yeah, music, <laughs> exactly. Right. So there's the ten no. of the bands I, I love. What, we will watch this ceremony, and I think you will. It'll move the needle a little bit. They changed okay. nothing. They did. They moved the needle for music. Not at all. I'm gonna be like the meh. Blues. The Moody Snooze. The, the Moody cars, Snooze. The Moody the Snooze cars, is totally how I feel. The Cars were New Wave. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. They, they sort of were. What kind of New Wave bands are in? Not many. Blondie. Blondie. Talking Heads. Yes, Talking Heads. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, the Ramones, which were sort of punk New Wave, right? Yeah. I mean, sort of yeah. Like a little pop. Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello. Yay. Yeah. The Cars. Mm-hmm. The Police. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's... I feel the like key, so, no key, you know, that's well. That's so post punk. That's yeah, post. So start, there's almost no representation of post punk. Uh, none. Right. None. Yeah. What does Adam Ant get in? No. 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 I don't know. That's just upsetting. I'm me. so sorry, but I, that's upsetting. You don't think Adam Ant will no, get in? I do ever? not. No. Uh, if Adam Ant, uh, he's important in my opinion, but that's because I really like New Wave and that kind of like. Sure. <laughs> As your show gets really massive, uh, get Paul Rudd to come in here and make him. Talk about Adam. Uh, yeah, because he was obsessed with Adam. Obsessed with him. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll put in a call. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's transition into talking about the artist you chose, who's not in, has not been inducted. Greg, uh, let's talk about the worthiness and go. We have these categories that we go through with these artists to determine uh, if they're worthy, how worthy they are, and we're talking about Dick Dale. Dick Dale, right? So, and I'm almost gonna, I'm almost going to not be able to make my point mm-hmm. because 
when I when no when I explain like I almost can talk myself out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I have good reasoning for why it should be, but I also so I play in a surf band, which I have said to people when when you start to tell them what a surf band is, they go usually the first thing that goes like the Beach Boys, and then you go no. So already they're bored. They don't have any other frame they of reference. They found out you're and not you're in the to beach. Say something boys, they don't know. If I, I'm, and, and because I play in a surf band, I also know that it, it, it is the witness protection program of music. There are thousands of surf bands. There were surf mm-hmm. bands with lots of hits in the '60s on the radio. Nobody knows any of them. Nobody cares. It, it is a, like a dead genre. Um, but uh, uh, so then I say to people, well, think about the music from Pulp Fiction, which is the only reference yep. point anybody yep. else knows. That was when I found out that we were doing that. Dick Dale was our person. I was with a friend of mine, and I was like, "Do you know who Dick Dale is?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, he did uh, Miserlu from uh, um, right. Pulp Fiction." And I was like, "Oh, Great. all right, yeah, <laughs> right." And then there's other music in Tarantino's films. He uses a lot of different surf bands and mm-hmm. and Dick Dale. But Dick Dale invented a thing that wasn't. So prior to right. surf music, which is what they called it. And and the ventures and the shadows and I, I can go forever the um, uh, the centurions like there's just a jillion bands there was that thing didn't exist so in, in my mind and it's a completely American folk music it was a music yeah played in this specific area here around the culture of people that surfed who while they made them look like um, you know um, Gidget and all that in the movies they were fucking thugs they were yeah. surf guys were just like considered uh, they were gangish at the beach without motorcycles like they would go on to become sublime right <laughs> right that's the yeah. same that's the same right Venice different era trash. same guy yeah, lives exactly. at the beach and surfs a hundred percent yeah yeah we just all think he's cool because his fucking hair is blonde and his face is all tempest because he's yeah. been outside like the homeless the, the, for our fans though let's play a little bit of yeah. some, some dick dale sure. yeah let's hit i'll throw on i'll throw on miserly miserly is what people uh, will know yeah people mm-hmm. that's yeah uh so this is it's the oh it's the yeah. titles of pulp fiction right it is essentially yeah. the theme song i had this soundtrack and then this was also uh, repurposed by the Black Eyed Peas for oh the Push. Cars soundtrack. Pump it. Pump it, that's it. Pump yeah, it. which I believe is uh, used in, in I think I think it's in, in the Pixar movie Car, or at least the trailers for that movie Car. That was a big one. I think they, I think that was they did that the Super Bowl. So I think mm-hmm. that was a. I would believe it. Uh, and then. So one one of the things we we do with the bands, I have these categories, and we kind of go through them. Uh, so we can we can jump straight to iconic songs, right? Because Miserlou, yeah. I I would say of the songs that are iconic from Dick Dale, it's Miserlou. It is Miserlou, and what's even tough about Miserlou is that it is just a reinterpretation of an old folk song. Mm-hmm. His his and then and then it goes into songs that sound similar, right? Uh, and songs that he has where he changes one note and changes the name of the song and it's the mm-hmm. same song. Even yeah. It's, law. Yeah, I mean, almost. <laughs> like, he has, like, nitro and nitrous. Nitrous, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and the wedge that sounds similar, kind of, and also storms are, like, yeah. Uh, and he, he, I watched a clip of him on Ed Sullivan, and I was like, I can't tell if he's playing Miserlou or not. It seemed like he maybe was. <laughs> but then at other times, I was like, yo, he's singing. 
He, he's Wait, occasionally he singing. Well, so yeah. Well, so yes. Eventually, he uh, uh, sings, which is not his strong suit, um, nor his songwriting. Um, the thing that was interesting about him was he was sort of a self-made guy. He sort of created this whole sort of Fender. You know, the, he used the Fender amplifiers, he used the Fender guitars, he used mm-hmm. all the reverb. He, you know, but he's also a myth maker. He's like I taught a lot. He played his guitar strung upside down. Um, a right. myth maker. But he also was like, I, I taught Hendrix a lot of stuff. I was in Playgirl Mag. Like he was just, he was. I, I own mm-hmm. Playgirl Magazine. Are you what? Are the, like he, what? There's a very, he, there's a what? very, tr- he has a very Trumpian. He used to have a Bengal tiger. They would walk around the beach. Like he was just a guy that was like, you he's know, larger than life. Larger than life. He was yeah. a strange cat. Well, this song is called "Surfing the Wedge," which is from Ed Sullivan, and it's not called "Misery Lou." It's called "Surfing the Wedge." Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up. And I'm gonna. Now here's the youngster you're so There's Ed Sullivan, and I'll uh, go about a minute in. So not this is not Mr. Lou, right? So he's it's just him and a guitar, and he's singing. Completely new song, right? Let's see if we go a little bit in. He plays the song. He's like, I gotta play the hit. Yeah. They were not sure if they could put him on playing a, an instrumental song by himself. They didn't, so think he, would, they, didn't think, they didn't think people would be. That's my question about him. And also, and you never heard "Surf in the Wedge" ever again. He sang it, and it yeah, never. Yeah. Right. So, and he has a song called "The Wedge" that's a motherfucker. It's a really good guitar song. Mm-hmm. It, like, so he has songs that are. He's also a really interesting guitar player, and there's yes. no sound like that. There's, no. Nobody else is doing that. He created that, and it was very influential i mean you can when you hear his guitar style and you're like okay when i hear like thunderstruck by acdc there's dick dale in that you know Mm -hmm. that's in the dna uh, that's in his little spotify about which i did peruse um (laughs) research it says that um it said that he like had an influence on like van halen Mm -hmm. like a lot of metal guitarists were like that like speed like the other Play. greatest emission, this year's singular, Link Ray, who uh, um, uh, came before Dick Dale, who um, had played instrumental songs as well, but they were kind of dirty and in the 50s. They were like dirty sounding. His song music is also in the Tarantino films. Um, uh, he's also the only person that has ever had a song banned from the, uh, instrumental song banned from the radio. An instrumental they it song start banned riots. from the radio? Yeah. Well, Americans are stupid, but yes, there wait, was a. They thought it would start. Sort of right. Why? Riot. Because it do you, was. Do you want to ju- hear Rumble? Yes, right. I do. I think you've. Does, you, is it literally. I mean, this makes me want to flip a fucking car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, got to get out there and start a. Distortion hadn't been invented yet. This, this also, is, I've this heard this song. Yeah. Yeah. This yes. might also be in Pulp Fiction. This is a, Yes. This is also the song that plays think, whenever yeah. someone walks into a bar and, like, hits a jukebox. Robert like, Rodriguez used it a lot, and um, I think he uses it now. Mariachi. It's um. And they were just like, "This is gonna. People are gonna fuck when they hear this song, and we can't have that." But, yeah. Yes, and it, there's something really kind of amazing about it. And so he and Dick Dale are mentioned by Jimmy Page and Jack White. Like people talk about them all the time. So there's that thing of like, "Fuck you, Moody Blues. I can't yeah. name one of you." And people who play guitar, like. I get that it's a guitar thing, and I can see, like, well, what happens after that? Nothing. He has a couple songs. They all kind of sound the same. You can make a decent album out of it. It's cool music. 
but it it moved the fucking needle in a big yes, way. Absolutely. It was important. It was, yeah, it was important. influential, important. Yeah. So let's let's quickly go with critical okay. acclaim is yeah. like the first category. Uh maybe not at the at the time. Uh in terms of critical acclaim, I would say, but you know, after the fact, there's an acknowledgement by the, you know, music critics, uh, pretty much overall that this is important. Uh, now, then we talk about classic albums. You know, a lot of inductees have uh, some albums that are considered in the pantheon of the greatest. I would say that wouldn't be no. his strength. Mm -mm. Uh, the the closest one. I don't think there's a surf band with a great album. With a good album, yeah. Even us, and I, we've made five of them. <laughs> right. You, you, it's a, it is a tough genre to go. Uh, how many more are there? Like yeah, it, it right. really yeah. is. Like you feel yeah, like you get it, it out. It's in the not. Song. It's a singles. It's really a singles art form, yeah. or it's meant to be, you know, or it's score or whatever. But it, yeah. Right. Uh, and your your band is the Reigning Monarchs. The Reigning Monarchs. Just, right. You want to get right, right out there. Yeah, get that uh, out there. So yeah, so I wouldn't say any any classic albums or any albums really of note. But then we talk about iconic songs, Miser Lou for sure. Uh, and then maybe wouldn't I the next song I would think of? It's not iconic, but Let's Go Trippin' is probably in the two slot. Let's Go Trippin'. Yeah, I so, would say. Yeah. So let's let's give that a listen. Let's go trippin'. They let you know what okay. they're doing. All right. From from the get go. Fun. Has that kind of classic. So Dick yeah. Dale is also he's in at least is one, he if in not any some. Of the beach party yes, movies? that's exactly what I'm yeah. what I'm getting at. So he's in he's definitely in Muscle Beach Party. He is he with, with Frankie Avalon and that Funicello. Yep. Um, uh, does he play himself in it? Yeah. And he's in the re he did the and then he did the remake. Right in the eighties. And played and he and Stevie Ray Vaughan play uh, Nitro. Wow. I think they yeah right. I think it's Nitro or Pipeline. Oh, Pipeline. Just Pipeline, Pipeline. Yes. yeah, which is not right. his song. Uh, not his song, but a surf rock classic. Yeah. Um, also, just a, a note, in Muscle Beach Party is little Stevie Wonder. <gasps> and I think he might be 16. Uh, he's very, very young. That and teeny, tiny, thin, rail thin. I also didn't know that they let any non-white people be in those beach party movies. <laughs> he might be off the beach. You know, he might be in a hut of some sort. Yeah, I'm uh, just... I'm... Off-site. I, I, like I feel like that was a pretty segregated. Uh, well, genre, you know, even yeah. in those even in those movies, like they they wanted to sort of feel like they were embracing the counterculture. There were always in like in Elvis, there was always a handful of black people in there. There was always some, you know, like there was like a very little bit of it, but like they, uh, and probably at Elvis's behest. Like I think there was like a musicians nod to the culture. and music and mm -hmm. no, I that don't they were co-opting. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah. Totally. That's it. That's totally. fat. Did does Stevie Wonder sing in? Yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. I mean, Muscle he's a performance. Beach? It's like they say, "Little Stevie Wonder," and then he plays a song. He sings and plays a song. Uh, let's. So next up in the category, uh, commercial success, which I don't. Does you, my copy of the Pulp Fiction soundtrack contribute? I to don't. This I, at think all? Does we, that count? I think we keep that separate. Okay. But I, I'm not so sure that I'm having trouble finding any uh, Billboard chart. Uh, Making a, I almost just said making a wave. I apologize to everyone listening, <laughs> no, to everyone in the I room. I liked it, and I'm here uh, for it, and yes. Uh, but that was so. I don't know if it was at the time, you know, hitting the charts, but uh, it was becoming the next big thing, but was kind of undercut by the British invasion that happened like right after it. Yeah. Quickly, right, it was right a as different it was, wave. Yeah. Quickly, so it was it was a short short lived uh, sensation. But so I don't know that there's a commercial success longevity. 
I mean, it, but it was it was so big so quickly that the that the wrecking crew the folks that made the all the records here right created yeah. fake bands in which glenn campbell played mm-hmm. surf guitar you got on, hal blaine on, on yeah. drums and yeah. glenn campbell on guitar yeah. and uh and then those dudes also uh on some of dick dale's albums right they're they're in the background uh longevity so the kind of peak dick dale career in terms of releasing records is three years maybe it's it's short (laughs) it's a wee one you know it's he's putting out a lot he put out five lps in the space from 1962 to 64 and then because of uh illness and because of he he kind of slowed down until his resurgence later like late eighties early nineties. Then he played constantly. Yeah, and then Out and also especially with, with Pulp Fiction, it was you know you suddenly gained a lot of. A lot and of it's fans. sort of tough on those things because you go well okay maybe people bought it because of the urge overkill song but maybe they also bought I mean a lot of people went I want that music from the movie whatever that is oh, so yeah. I, I I really do think that that like it, it, the, the, those records and uh, I mean. I'm not going to say the Black Eyed Peas would have been fine without him, but I mean that thing is front and center. That isn't yes. that isn't a sample yeah. in the background. That is that, that is song starts song. off yeah. with it and the mm-hmm. horn and the whole thing. So, right um, uh, when he shows up, it's large, you know. Yes, and then we've we've I think covered innovation and influence. He invented yeah. a, a style. He invented a, a, a guitar playing technique. You yeah. know that, and also apparently he did a bunch of stuff with amps with like amplification and stuff. Yeah, like so that he too. and uh he and Fender uh, were were tight and I believe he had to if it kept going back and forth between him and Fender with like, Hey, I'm playing louder than you, you're giving me with these amps. I need more and that kind of pushed you know, like kind of the mega wattage. Right. So amps. he also pushed the Stratocaster forward, which then is why he claimed it Stevie, I mean, uh, that uh, Jimmy Hendrix, Hendrix yeah. used it, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, um, and uh, yeah, and he also, um, and he's also a, uh, I don't know the thing, but um, people talk about him a lot. You know I mean, he's yeah. a, he's a, he's a musician, like musicians reference him a lot. Yeah, you know, he's, he's a, a presence uh, in the influence. Yeah, he's a musician's musician. Yes. Sure. There's no other way to say that, to talk about that thing. And he's also, there's, there was no other guy. Mm-hmm. Nobody came out and did it as a solo artist. There was the Ventures and the mm-hmm. Chantes, and I mean, there was a jillion of them, but there was no, and also, you know, like a, it was just Dick Dale. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, I think to play so many instrumentals too, to like have a career as an instrumental musician is. It's an uphill battle. It's, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's an accomplishment. Yeah, it's an accomplishment. Uh, should be noted the Ventures are in. The Ventures were... Uh, they were fucking pedestrian as shit. Inducted, yeah. And That's the thing. When you okay, listen to that see, music... When you listen to that... What does anything When you listen to that music, because they... When you listen to his music, like you listen to that guitar playing, it's like, that. that is fucking... That's as loud and as ripping as it got mm-hmm. then. I mean, it was... And the Ventures were guys that... Could, they recorded the Hawaii Five O, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Hawaii Five O theme. Yeah, the Hawaii Five O theme. I think the, the thing in their categories, they were usually popular. They were selling. They're maybe the highest selling instrumental band, I think, for the yeah. ventures. That's I mean, like Wipeout is a BFD. Well, that's did they the do Surfaris. That's the, the Surfaris. Surf- Are the Surfaris they had, in? They had I don't know that the Surfaris are even a real band. <laughs> no, Surfaris were real. They were the Surfaris were real so, band. Uh, okay, I don't know anything about the ventures. No. I'll be honest with you. They um, had um, the ventures. I think is um, uh, so the Hawaii Five O theme. Which how's it go? Da, 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 Thank da. you. <laughs> uh, and we're, big deal. We're, yeah. 
Walk Don't Run was Walk that? Walk Don't Run was yeah. the big one. Okay. You've heard Walk Don't Run. I yeah. love Walk Don't Run. That's so a good I'll throw one. on uh, this so Dick Clark introducing sorry, Walk Don't Run. Let's... Oh, yeah. This is like the song that they play when a beach gets shown. Yes, in exactly. A, in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, This is always Southern California guy yeah. going in on a small wave. Like yeah. It's, yeah. Like this is like this is like beginner surfing music. I mean, beginners like it's like you see like it, that's that's not big wave. Yeah, <laughs> crashing. Right. Uh, and then the last category I have, and th- this was more so when we were talking about newer bands. But does my mom know who Dick Dale is? And I think so. Do you think she does? I think she. I you know. My mama don't know. Yeah, and then I'll does my my that. dad more likely knows who Dick Dale is? My dad certainly knows who Dick Dale is. Wow. Uh, my mom probably. Now, you did not know who Dick Dale was. I didn't was. know who so Dick there, Dale was. So there's uh, another category. Wow, me, a young non-mother. <laughs> All right. So I th- that kind of covers it. Well, that's of- the thing. And again, like, like, so then I say, like, it, it's an interesting thing that you'll find as you get older about your own relevance. Because there's a, there's a point in time where you're both at where you're like, well, certainly my opinion matters. It fucking does matter. And they make film and television for me and, mm-hmm. and I'm the person with the opinions and I'll have them for a while. And then there's a point where you go, I don't even think people are listening to me anymore. <laughs> I look at my kids and they're blank and they're, and my, my girls are interested and they're eager, but they can just sometimes they're like, I, Dad, I just don't care. They're not making it, this. Is it, it does, you're, even the backup story that tells the story that supports the thing, all of it's sleepy time. It's all dull. <laughs> you know, wait till I ask the question, then you can go. And I think sometimes like your thing passes and um, and it sort of has to be refound in a way that like somebody else picks it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't shout it back at people. So I might be wrong. Well, uh, this is a question now. Do well, we here's, think? Here's our verdict. So we're going to go around the horn uh, <laughs> and say uh, if we think if they should be inducted, if they will be inducted and when. Uh and I, I, I obviously think Dick Dale should be inducted. I think the influence, regardless of sales and breadth of uh, recognizable songs, I think the influence alone is enough to merit induction. Uh, I think he will be inducted. And I have three scenarios that I think could play okay, out. Okay, because I have... I, I have Dick Dale. I have an alternate okay. also proposal. I am and worried. I feel like one is going to be I am yours. worried. Now, I think this could happen very soon. I am worried about this new singles category. Uh-huh. That they introduced the way they backdoored Link Ray into surprise inducting him this year. By the way, he's a Native American. Can we just give them a break once? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even right? know he was yeah. getting inducted too. We don't know that the people were even told His family, that no, in the we, singles category every, that, yeah. that they were being. It's everything. We and know also, about if, that you wanna, if you want to, if you want to see something that's just off the charts bizarre, he lived to be in his two lates. And his wife was, by all accounts, an insane person. And there's just footage of them sitting in the back of a van shouting at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Like, go see some early footage to realize he was a pretty okay guy. But the two of them shouting at each other is its own other weird sitcom that is just... I just Mm -hmm. thought of it and I thought, Link Ray and his wife just put that on YouTube and then watch them go in a van. And she's talking and she's talking over all the drivers. And you see the guys in the van go... Like they just are like that's a blank <laughs> face for you radio listeners yeah, yeah. <laughs> right i feel like they might so you backdoor. think they might miserly i could see it happening next year mm-hmm. now the other and that's i worry uh but it, that seems like a candidate for that type of uh category 
you know, uh, when it seems like there's one song that's the more the most prominent thing about an artist. So I, it seems like Miserloo could be in the singles category next year. I hope they announce it ahead of time if they do that. I mean, they're probably going to do that category again, regardless of who's in it. Mm-hmm. I hope they announce it. The other thing I could I could see happening is I could see him getting nominated and inducted immediately if he dies. Oh. Uh, he's been very sick for a long time. He's been, yeah, he's, he's been, been very Ill. sick for a long time. Uh, Tiger is keeping him alive. He's not seen, he lives out in Palm Desert, and he's a, he's also another, he's also another Looney. Lo- and team. he is, he's, I think, still touring. The Ventures were old and Republican, too. Very Republican. Oh, God. That's, see, again. So, I mean, there are articles you can look up about Dick Dale's failing health and the fact that he's still, he has to still tour to make the money to pay for his health problems. Oh, um, so he's still. But he's also the... the guy that has a bowling alley, but he yeah. starts to build a bowling alley. But then the bowling alley, like he's just a. He's got. He, I've heard he has a tiger. He has, he has a tiger. A tiger for a while. And yeah. my dudes have it. My dudes got a colostomy bag on stage Ooh, with him, or at least yeah. hidden it yeah. while he's on stage. Yeah. Yeah. So at any rate, that's what I think is going to happen. I think something. Well, you will... sold some tickets there. <laughs> <laughs> I think something is going to happen with Dick Dale in the next five years in terms of an induction. I think. I think it's most likely the singles category, but. Uh, that's I think some, he's going to be acknowledged within the next five years. Here is what I think. Please, um, I, I, it's such a freaking arbitrary thing. This hall, if the ventures are in, then I don't know. I guess he deserves to be in. But what I really think, tell us, will happen is I think he could get in and should, in my opinion, where I think he belongs, is in the musical excellence category. Okay. That's what I, I... Because that's for people who have, like, made an impact. It's more like the influence category, I feel well, like, in some ways. the musical excellence category is more so... Is that a category? Yes. So there's a category. It used to be called Sidemen, but they changed that it... That is so... What? So they changed it to be. I a remember Sidemen, but then I then I remember then that went away. Yeah, so they changed it into this musical Sidemen. excellence category. I know so that's it a gesture, well, they used to call it. You know what? So I know. I don't know if you know this, but they used to call it boy. Yeah, they used to call it. Would just be like boy, boy, <laughs> get over here. Oh my uh, gosh! So that Sidemen category, you know, when it when it became when it started, it was like Hal Blaine and uh, Benny Benjamin and these studio musicians who played on a lot of records, right? But they changed that category just to have more of a net in terms of what they want to include. So it's musical excellence. So it's been people like Leon I- Russell, who was a side, who was a side man, but also had a career of his own. Uh, so you can't quite pin down. Uh, you can't take a look at just their solo career and get a full uh, idea of their impact. Same with Nile Rodgers. Nile Rodgers. So Nile Rodgers was in Chic. Uh, you could just induct Sheik or you could induct Nile in this category and also acknowledge his production work and him playing his kind of Chuck style of guitar on, you know, Sister Sledge and Diana Ross and Daft Punk. So you don't so you that category is more for people who play a, m- multiple roles across. Yeah. Across music. Uh, and like across bands and like the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or there's almost like no way to induct them otherwise like but it's so like um um it it, it uh it so because what you're talking about almost is impactful and what you're talking yeah. about is excellence and they're not always the same yeah i right. thought excellence of it as a, a way the one, to like, be like you get, start to get sleepy when you start saying like but then like they do like producer like certain producers i don't know mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Especially as music begins to change and producing becomes a bigger and bigger deal. But yeah. it, but it, there is a... Um, There's also a non-performer category. A lot of producers go in that category and it as feels well. like but it feels like they had the grammys for some of that shit but mm-hmm. as a, like a as like a joan jet or uh um uh it, like i'm trying to think of like lesser punks that are like but super imp- i mean they're never gonna put black flag in the hall of fame i don't think i think they might i think there's really a yeah i do as, That'll the, be interesting. as the voting body changes it could happen mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah, I think also, but they were so super more, impactful, you know, right? Like, as yeah. more Fugazi. millennials who own that T-shirt get in, then it's slowly we gotta, the dude, T-shirt we gotta, bands we are going to get, get in. I think the T-shirt bands are going to get inducted. Okay, so Kristen, uh, with oh, clarification boy. on the musical excellence uh, category, I mean the musical excellence category is so vague that I mean I'm trying to make sense of it, but like I suppose they could throw whoever they want in. Yeah, okay, here's the thing. If the Ventures are in, I think Dick Dale deserves to be in, mm-hmm. but I don't think that... I, I Just based on the criteria we've been talking about, mm-hmm. I don't think... He's he's important, but is he Hall of Fame? Yes. Ah, uh, fine. Uh, I just talked myself into it. <laughs> yeah, okay. He deserves to be in. I think it'll happen if he dies. Um, uh, I think... But it's who's going to nominate him? Like, how's it going to happen? Has well, he been nominated? He's not been nominated, but you know the nominations come from the committee, and I, I could it, they have a reason to put him on, and it's a small group of people who know a lot about music. Uh, and I do think if he's on the ballot, he gets in because if you think about the people who we've talked about, you know, it's a lot of old old white dudes uh, who are voting, but I could see them going for Dick Dale because yeah. they were all probably influenced by him. All right. I think if he gets on, he gets in. I All right. I, I guess I just agree. Great. Greg? <laughs> um, well, here's what's so interesting about it to me is that the, the, the conversation we keep having is the hall has no criterion. No, there's nothing on the books. There's nothing. The uh, one word that there is, though, is fame. Yeah. Not fucking, not... Not, not sales, right? Right. Because you're always surprised. Like, I talked to Joey from the Pixies the other night. He's like, we didn't have a song on the radio ever. Mm-hmm. Not a song on the radio. Do you understand that? We're, we did not, like, when I say not on the radio, I mean not until we were in the closing credits of Fight Club. Did anyone fucking give a shit? It was building and it was building in our small army of people that, like listen to us on college radio and kind of love that we weren't on the radio and mm-hmm. then we quit. Yeah. In the middle of it, we quit. And we weren't going to ever have a song, but then every band, everybody that had a record started a band. Everybody that yes. had a Pixies yes. record we did. started the a band. The Pixies were our band that we talked about last uh, right. the first last episode. Ep- oh, oh, yeah, the, yeah, first, the first episode. episode. And right. yeah. yeah. It's the Velvet Underground uh category where it's influence. Uh-oh. Do you take a quick break? No, 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 no. I gotta go. Uh, I uh, my wife's call. Oh shit. She yeah. I'll call her right back. Okay, sure. She yeah, had food we're, poisoning, we're gonna, and I gotta pick up the girl. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah, um, we're gonna wrap anyway, up in ten. Anyway, that um um. I I sort of I'm all I. Yes, I think he should be in, mm-hmm. but not in in a world where the in a world where the ventures are already in. I don't get it. So I don't That's, I I don't yes. understand. I don't understand what and I, they don't have categories. But to me, it's like I'm waving my arms around. You're uh, like To a me, Kathy everything else right celebrates now. I don't that. Get it. Rock and roll should be this thing where, like, you fucking made a dent, and even if you didn't sell any records, you're legend. 
Mm-hmm. Captain Beefheart, I'm sure, is in. Is Captain Beefheart no, in? Captain Beefheart is not in. Okay, good. Because if he's in, where's the Beefheart? Where is the Beefheart? Not in the oh hall. My God, I hate it. I love it. How dare you? I love where's the Beefheart. That should be your T-shirt. Where's the Beefheart? If you if you put him on a freaking Urban Outfitters T-shirt, you put Captain Beefheart on an Urban Outfitters T-shirt, he gets in. Interesting. Oh, he'll get in. That's Interesting theory. Is. All right, who do we think would induct if Dick Dale gets in? Who inducts Dick Dale? The Ventures. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. Um, they guys just died this year. Um, uh, I mean, any you'd have to think. from the Beach Boys. Yeah, I mean, presumably that those were they tight. Were Dick Dale and the Beach Boys tight? No. Uh, hello. Like, who influenced? Uh, who influenced? Like who? Who Jack did White? he influence? Jack White's are great. Oh, that's Jack a great White. one. Jack White would be great. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh. Pharrell. I mean, like anybody like score music. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I could. Will see it, I yeah. am. Sure. Yeah. Anyone from the Black Eyed Peas. Anyone from the Black Eyed Peas. Tarantino. I, so I thought that Tarantino. too. Tarantino would be a very yeah, I mean, they do those really Letterman things, one. so it would be like Tarantino would be a mm-hmm. good one. That'd be a really good yeah. one. Yeah. I also just think you know, get Vetter up there. What? Fucking get Fergie up there. <laughs> let's get let's get Eddie Vetter oh back. God. Let's He's give him forty five minutes. He's got minutes. a thing to say. He's talking about how <laughs> nobody really understood them like this. They were like they were the soundtrack to our rebellion. Yeah. Uh. It's a shame that the guy from Sublime is dead, Bradley. Bradley Noel. Bradley Noel. Yeah, that's yeah. too bad. Uh, and then the, I mean, the songs that either he plays or there's a tribute for him, Miserloo, obviously, and then I would say probably Let's Go Trippin', and then yeah, that's the thing she like. And then Ride the like, Wedge man. into Miserloo. Yeah, and they play Nitro, Havana Gila. Like you could sure. do a thing. I think it would be good to have. I mean, what I would do is go look, have one guy go out. Anybody, fucking make it. You know, don't have a guy go out. Have fucking um, uh, St. Vincent go out. Because yeah. it's certainly yeah. in her purview to be able to do so. And she does play kind of surfy stuff sometimes. Have her go out and rip three songs on her guitar and blow everyone's fucking mind. Have a have somebody so not Dick Dale, but is a guitar yeah. player. Any, any a guitar good player. Idea and I am here for it. Any guitar player would go, oh, I know Dick Dale. I know that song. I'd love to play that. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Like anybody would love to, to get out there and do that. Right. So And I make do. it a solo I spot for something like that. I love the idea of like St. Vincent getting up there and just ripping three quicks yeah. or yeah. rock yeah. Benjamin Booker. Uh, yeah. You know, anybody, just a guy that can rip on the guitar that still plays uh-huh. guitar. They love, the induction ceremonies love to bring in Gary Clark Jr. Gary Clark Jr. Jr. script. Or have the weekend just go up there and whistle it. And then cry, cry, cry. Maybe Morello. Morello would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be amazing. Oh yeah, and he's yeah he he's he's always there. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, shall we shall we play a game? Yes. A quick game of identify that popular song in a in a competitive situation. Yes, we shall. All right. Uh, so Greg, this is where we play the the starts of songs and we chime in if we know it. Uh, this is actually a pretty friendly game. We tend to say the name of the bands and songs at the same time. Uh, so the categories. The last time we did classic rock. Before that, we did alternative rock. Categories that are left, uh, 80s rock and pop, Beatles, love songs and ballads, Michael Jackson, 1,001 songs you must hear before you die, oldies, rap, and the Rolling Stone, top 500 songs of all time. And I'm getting this from the website, Huge Quiz. Huge Quiz. Huge, okay. Well, do you have to pick a... Yeah, you may, you may pick if you'd like. Oh, um, I want to do the ones before you die. Okay, this, so this is the 1,001 songs you must hear... Before you die. Now, how would you like to ring in when you know the um, the answer? At this point, we've had we've people have been, been saying, saying Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Okay, that's happened that's the last times. So you would like to that's continue? All right, Bing we're bong. going with so a yes, when no, you know and it, on Bing Bong. Uh, so this, all right, 
let's make it happen. Oh, bing, bing bong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll, so we'll do the artists on three. One, two, three. The, the replacements. replacements. And the song. I one, will dare. Two. Oh, shit. <laughs> Greg. Shit, I'm so sorry. I'm an yeah, old man. I'm an old man. <laughs> Got it. But yeah, it's, it's I Will Dare, uh, a song that we talked about at length last uh, episode. What talked about the replacements. All right. So great. All right. Uh, ready? Ooh, big bong. I can tell you what decade this came out in for free. Big bong. Um, <laughs> Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, I know the song. Ready? Is... For the artist, one, two, three, oh. Tears, Tears for, for Fears. And the song, one, one two, two, three, The Hurting. Oh, that... wow. I thought it was The Hurting. I, w- yeah. I didn't know who was singing it. Mad Mad World? Mad World. Mad World. But yeah. who, that was the Tears original. for Fears Tears singing it? Yeah. That's the original. Yeah, the original is Tears for Fears? Yeah. I only know the yeah. um, cover. From, yeah. From Donnie Darko. Yeah, exactly. Got oh, my God. Yeah, that got really popular. Yeah. Ooh, I think a bing bong. Bing. Yeah. Well, I think we talked about him already, right? Yep. All right. I do not have it. Ready? One, two, three. Glenn, Glenn Campbell. Campbell. One, two, three. Wichita, Wichita Lyman. Lyman. Yep. Is it, is it Wichita Lyman? Yeah, it is Wichita Lyman. Yeah. All right. And that was his big surf guitar right there. Once again, I got a hot decade coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that reverb on the... My integrity oh. won't let me know this. Yeah, me neither. This, this escapes me. That was something I must have fought at some something point in my life. from the 80s. I blocked it out. That was a song called Headlights on the Parade, which is by... The Moody Blues. The, yeah. bl- the Blue Nile. Oh, you know that... Oh, my God, the Blue Nile. Yeah. They had a moment. You have to hear that song I before was... you die, I guess, and, and we, we did, did it. Yes. All right. Or before they die. Yeah. I oh, I, I, I got it. I okay. got it. I got it. Bing bong. Okay. Bing bong. I don't think. Oh. Ooh. All right. Gre- uh, do you, no. Greg, you know it? Greg, yeah, it's the go. jam. And it's um uh, in. Stop. Uh, is there more to play? Well, the, I'm, uh, no. Okay. In the city. Start. Fuck, start. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Ah. Ah. Which one I got that? Oh, no, is this from the 90s when everything just got a long intro? Just a, a, mo- a moody. <laughs> I've got, oh, that's all we've got, guys. Oh, my gosh. It's all we've got. Is this a Tool song? Is this Tool? That song is called I Know What I Like in Your Wardrobe. And that's. I Know What I Like in Your Wardrobe? Oh my, th- and that sounds like, like an, a threat. And that's an early Genesis song. What? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ripping out your earphones that's enough of that that sounded like uh, the name of that song sounds like a threat and also the beginning of that song sounds like a threat mm-hmm. I know what I like in your wardrobe it just sounds like they're gonna murder you for your yeah, clothes yeah, yeah. I feel like we gotta end on a good one alright so these are only from a thousand songs remember <laughs> so like, we're gonna get some weirdies in here I'm like is this it I mean, gosh, is it doing anything for you, Greg? No, I mean it sounds like a beginning of a million songs, but yeah. right, uh, that song. Oh, that was "Rid of Me" by, I believe, P.J. Harvey. It didn't sound like that. 
but do they not tell you the artist as well i had to look it up um like hit huge quiz doesn't tell you the artist no huge quiz just tells you the name of the song it for this yeah oh um and if i'm that's a huge miss huge quiz damn huge miss yeah you really should do better all right that was a i like that With a lot of fuck? ambient noises. This is a Brian Eno. This feels like a bust. Like, uh, I don't know what this is. Maybe there's a, maybe it started you started going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what we're learning. That's a little bit. Many. When you make it a thousand, it's Too like well. That was "Song to the Siren" by the band This Mortal Coil. Okay, oh. shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Get the get the hell yeah. out of here. Rolling oh. Stone. Look at you. Oh, yeah. I, I want to hear the rest of this song. I couldn't say that about the last ones. I don't know what that was. Right. It's early 80s and it's British. It has to yeah. be. Yeah. That song's called Beat the Clock. Bye. And the artist, excuse me, is. is. What the? Well, I searched Beat the Clock and it gave me a game show. <laughs> <laughs> a game show Obviously. called Can You Sparks. Name... The band Sparks. Sparks. Oh, they're, Mar- they're American. Uh, we'll see. All hey, right. all right, there we go. There's something we can, right, we can we get go. on board with. Okay. Hey, well, now we got another. It went, <laughs> went we too got... fast. We've got two that are pretty good. Greg, before that, it was it was, it was Creep, Creep by Radiohead. By Radiohead. And then that oh, was, nice. That was Love the One You're With. Love the One You're With. Who's by that by? Stephen Stills. Oh. All right. All right. Well, I think officially that category is a bust, and I apologize to everyone involved. No, no, no that's all right. Did you like, how many of those songs did you like? Oh, I, you know what? I might look into that Sparks song sounded fun. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested. And I and I'm gonna die, so I should probably. <laughs> so you should probably listen to listen it. Listen to it, Greg. Thank you so much for for being here. Yeah, so really appreciate what it. What a fun show, guys. Uh, anything you've got to plug? Any shows coming up? Or you've got you've got a podcast that you started. I have a recently. podcast called Maybe It's You. I have a, a podcast. I have a, Maybe It's You uh, with my wife Amira, and I have a, it's a relationship thing kind of. And um, I have oh. a Rock Out with Your Doc Out. Uh, rock documentary podcast about documentaries that rock with um, Kay Hanley with from Kay Hanley from Letters to Cleo, to Cleo. yeah cool. she's the greatest um, yeah and that's it Gregory Barron at uh, Twitter and uh, Greg A. Style at um, the worst Greg A. Style what's up Greg A. Style spell it like that G-R-E-G-G-A-A man style what's up bro oh is he in a surf band or what I got no rastabans in there I'm usually usually one to jump in on this and and somehow I I am coming out of this clean, <laughs> one of those totally yeah. You, you guys you guys you went right? nuts and <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I, I'm usually the uh, oh uh, slightly that, that problematic like, offensive voice oh guy, but God. that was first year improvisation. <laughs> why, why I do that? No. It was kind of fun though. It was a little bit fun. Come on, tell me a little bit of fun. Oh, I did. I had too much fun. Therein is the problem. Kristen, what's your uh? Well, you, anything coming up, uh, or just your no? Just follow media? me, K Stud. Hi, guys. Great. Uh, I will at the when this drops. I will be in Atlanta for the Laughing Skull Festival. Oh yeah. From uh, the the twenty sixth of April to the 29th. Check that out. You can go on my Twitter at Joe K Joe K. I'll post my dates there. Joe Qua on Instagram. If you have a question for us, you can email 
Oh yeah. Rockhallpod at gmail.com if you have a suggestion for a band we should or if you just want to, you know, tell us where the Moody Blues should be in. I did not do a good job. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, or if you're in the Moody Blues, give us a yeah. call. Oh my gosh, if the Moody Blues are listening to this, I would change my mind if you personally connected with us. That would be great. Call in. Uh the the lead singer call of in. the Moody Blues, by the way, sounds like a like a baseball player today. His name's Justin Hayward. That sounds like a pitcher for the athletics. Wow, that doesn't sound like someone who was in a band in the 60s. No. Um, All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Ted Tremper for giving us the space to record here. Uh, That's the podcast, Who Cares About the Rock? Are you starting to care a little bit, Kristen? Oh, boy. I just ate a cashew. Um, Yes. Honestly, every time I come in thinking I don't care, and then I manage to get fired up about something, it's usually... Pat Benatar. Who cares about the rock hall? Thanks so much for listening, guys. Goodbye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.